Um, so hello, I'm Ian. I'm going to be doing a podcast with Aiden again today, and we're going to be talking about music. So um, what's up, Aiden? How did you first get into listening and then playing music? Hey, what up, y'all? I'm out here, back on the podcast, here to talk about my life again. Um, so uh, can you repeat the question? Please. Repeat the question. Yeah. How did you first get into listening to music? And then how did you first get into playing music? Alright. Well, a lot of my musical influences started out at first just things that my parents would show me. Yeah. So I have a couple of specific memories of little things when I was a kid. I have this one really really early memory from when I was in preschool um my mom would drive me to preschool every day and on the way to preschool uh you know I was a pretty stylish kid so I wear little baseball caps and so my mom would play the Rolling Stones on the on the car radio and she'd play like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and she would play uh all these like really gnarly bands and then we would just rock out to these fucking bands and just have a great time before I went into preschool and I remember one day we were listening to this Jimi Hendrix song called um Foxy Lady and my mom I remember uh she she put on the song and then as Jimi Hendrix is saying like Foxy Lady um she looked back at me and she said, don't say that. Don't call anyone that. Don't call anyone Foxy Lady. And I was like, okay, mom. So I didn't do that. And then I went into preschool and it was always a great time. Oh, but, nice. So how did that transition into you playing music? Um, well, slowly as I got older, I would just, I didn't have much of a music taste as a kid. But the first ever instance of me doing any type of music and learning how to how to like play it was when I joined the Atlanta Boy Choir when I was about eight I think so it was it was third grade okay um and the main reason why I joined that choir wasn't really because I was that I wasn't really that about it like I didn't really care that much about the music yeah it was more it was more so I just had my friends in there yeah. And they said it was cool. And they, they got to go to, like, Italy and stuff like that to sing for, like, the Pope. And I was like, what? I want to sing for the Pope. So, yeah, I signed up. I got my mom to put me in there. And I went to choir two, three days a week, and it was a good time. Okay, cool. And that's when I, like, first did the music, you know? Yeah. And then, so you play piano now. How did that come about? Uh, yeah, yeah. I play the piano. That is kind of an interesting story. I, uh, I originally wanted to play the guitar. Because, you know, guitar's, like, cool. Yeah, guitar, yeah. Guitar's cool. Like, don't you play guitar or something? No, I don't. But you don't it play, is cool. You don't play any instrument? No, I don't play any instruments. You seem like you do. But, um... So, I remember 
in seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade, I, I like started, started listening to Childish Gambino. Okay. And, you know, I was a little middle schooler at the time. So I thought Childish Gambino was the most woke rapper ever. <laughs> I would sit in my room listening to him and think like, oh my God, this yeah. is crazy. So for the, for the junior high chorus show, they let some of the kids do their own little song, you know? Yeah. So I got up there and played the piano and sang that Childish Gambino song, Oakland. Yeah. And that was, like, the first time I ever did something like that. What grade was this again? This is, like, I think seventh grade. Oh, shit. And I, I, there's, like, a video of it online. You can find <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was... That was the first time I ever was it, played. Was it a good performance? I think it was. Yeah. I think you would have liked it. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. I remember afterwards, like, Sophia Kennedy's mom came up to me and told me. She was she came up to me and said, Oh, my God, you made me want to jump off a cliff. You're so talented. <laughs> like, is that hilarious? Yeah. Um, That's cool. So that was the first time I ever, like, play the piano in front of an audience mm -hmm. and ever since then I've just been learning and doing shit like that so did you start I know you're in a band now but did you start making music before you were in the band um yeah I did a little kind of stuff you listen to like Playboy Cardi and stuff yeah. you know that. I would <laughs> I didn't mean what? to offend you by that sorry I listen to a lot of music though yeah, yeah. um I just, I started getting into, into like, all these vaporwave producers and stuff like that. Okay. And, you know, you know that kind of vaporwave-esque, like, where they take Japanese music from the 80s and make it all, like, all weird and disco-y? Yeah. You know that kind of music? Yeah. I was really into that for a second. As, as annoying as that is. I was into that. I was into that shit. And so, I made that for a while. I made that kind of music for a while on my computer. Okay. And so I made beats and stuff. Nice. I work with rappers and things like that. But I don't, really, I don't really like doing that anymore. It's kind of boring after a while. Yeah. So, you switched back to your piano skills. And now mm -hmm. you're playing in a band. So how did that come about? How did it come about playing in the band? Yeah. Oh. Well, the band is with two of my closest friends, Elijah Holler and Sam Epstein. Okay. And they originally had been jamming for a while, but I had never played with any type of live band like that besides being in, being in the jazz band yeah. at school. So, um, they were about to record a studio album, and they needed someone to play keys on it, because they wanted to get some organs and piano on their songs, Yeah. and they knew I played, so they invited me to come play at the studio, and this was a real legit studio, they had all these different instruments around, um, like a bunch of local bands had recorded there before. It was crazy. So, um, 
we got to record there. We recorded four songs for the for the band. We're called Brother Moon. I came up with that name, by the way. So, what know. does it mean? Uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Don't mean anything. Yeah. What so, is, what does your name mean? What does Brother Moon mean? Brother Moon. <laughs> Brother Moon is just fine. That's all I gotta say about that. That's all I gotta say. But yeah, so we recorded that, and then they just let me keep playing with them because. I was getting better as we kept jamming, okay. and now we're just a whole band. Nice. Yeah, bro. So, Aiden, I know you have an upcoming song. Can I, like, um, hear the story about it? You mean, you mean what it's about? And Yeah. How you came up with the idea and everything? Well, um... It's actually a long story, actually. Um, it's based on something that actually happened to me on a, on multiple occasions. It's a it's like it's based on a true story. So um, back when I was maybe around six or seven, I was in New Orleans with my parents, and I was there. We were just on a vacation. I think some of our family friends were there too. Some of my sister's friends and their parents. Yeah. And so, we were at this restaurant. And it was pretty late. It was like around 11 o'clock. And we were walking down the streets in New Orleans. And we had just been into this part of New Orleans that was apparently supernatural. People said that it was like that. I ain't been known for that. So, as we were walking around, I look around and I see these two figures. And I remember exactly what they looked like. It was a boy and a girl. And the girl was wearing this kind of dress with a cardigan and one of those hairbands. You know, the like the, the plastic ones that they put on their put on their heads to yeah. keep their hair back that kind of stuff and she was wearing those nurses shoes the keds that the nurses would wear in the old movies from the 50s and the boy was wearing these shorts and these shoes and he wasn't wearing any socks with the shoes but it wasn't it wasn't like I could see what colors they were they didn't have faces or anything it was almost as if they were made of mirrors oh wow and it was really vivid and really surreal can you can you imagine what I'm what I'm describing here yeah that sounds I mean very super weird and scary yeah I mean I wasn't really scared necessarily because they were far away (coughs) but immediately when I saw them I uh Immediately when I saw them, they ducked into this little alleyway. I never saw them again since. And then, so the story doesn't end there. This skip forward about a couple years. I'm around 14, 15. And, you know, I'm like, I'm a freshman. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too cool for school. 
I just do stupid things. So one night I decide to sneak out of the house. And I'm gonna sneak out of the house and go meet up with my homie and we're just gonna go chill. And the place that me and my friend like to meet up is this abandoned train yard called Pullman Yard. And it's so crazy. During the day, it's not sketch because it's light in there and it's just fine. Yeah. But during the night, it's pitch black because there are these giant, giant buildings that are just, there's nothing in them. Have you ever been to Pullman Yard? No. It's I can that, imagine that. It's that abandoned place with all the graffiti all over it that they film the movies at. Oh, yeah. You know that place? Yeah, near like Arizona Avenue. Yeah, that yeah. place is creepy, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. I would pull up there at night with my homie. So I snuck out and walked there on the train tracks. Like a dumbass. I don't know why I would do that. Yeah. But I wanted to feel edgy. So So I got to the I got to Pullman Yard a little bit before my friend did. So um I was there just by myself sitting in, inside of one of the buildings right next to the door but I was inside of the building yeah and so in this in this big giant long auditorium sized building on the on the other side of it there's a door that's just as big as the door I'm, I'm on yeah and so imagine it's a rectangle and I'm at the far side of the rectangle and the other door is the other side and so I'm sitting there, and I'm on my phone, I'm listening to some music, and I was looking around. So I started to get some kind of feeling like there's someone else in the room. You yeah. know, you ever get that kind of feeling where it's a change in the energy? Yeah. And you just yeah. feel like there's someone else there? Uh-huh. I started feeling that. And you can imagine how terrifying that is at a place like that. Yeah. Because before it didn't feel like that. It felt, I felt alone. And so I start, I look up from my phone and I start looking around. I don't really see anything at first. But that feeling is just still there. Mm-hmm. So, so weird. I almost just said the F word. My bad, y'all. My bad. Um, and so, I'm looking around the room. And out of the corner of my eye, I see two figures. Mm-hmm. And I stand up, and I look a little closer, and it's the same figures I saw when I was three years old. I swear to God. Oh, wow. And I didn't really believe my eyes at first, you know, because yeah. I still remember that clearly from when I was a kid. So, I start running towards them, and they run out of the they run out of the door and go outside. Yeah. And I run, I run to the other side of the building, through the dark middle of it. It was so creepy. I walk out, and I don't see anything. I'm just standing there in the moonlight. <coughs> this big green field, it's outside. And I start to feel better. I start to feel like it might have just been nothing. You know, my 
my eyes were just playing tricks on me. Yeah. I started just to just think that I was just being paranoid because it's actually a really creepy place. Yeah. So I start and I just sit down outside against the wall because I didn't want to be in in that in that room anymore after that. Cause it creeped creep creep me out, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there. Out of nowhere, I hear someone scream. Not 10 feet away, not five feet away, right in my ear. I hear someone scream right in my ear. I can't even describe how real it sounded. And I look around me after it happened and there's just no one there. So I text my friend, and I go home. And I have never been to that place since. <coughs> That's what my next song is about. About that night. Wow. Craziest thing ever happened to me. Deep stuff. Alright, we're gonna take a brief intermission so you can hear a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 